0: Hey, it's Tony Bruski from Real Ghost Stories Online. We're at it again, giving away another $500 Amazon gift card. If you want in on this round, all you got to do, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, then shoot me a screenshot of it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Very simple. Leave the review, Apple Podcasts, screenshot, send it to contest.com at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's it. You're entered. Very soon, another person's going to win a $500 Amazon gift card as a thank you for that review. Go ahead. Leave it now. takes like four seconds. We greatly appreciate it, and good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hi, I'm a, a recent listener of your podcast, and I'm a big fan. I listen to the stories all the time. Uh, my name is megan and i'm calling out of know, seattle washington um and i want to apologize ahead of time for any voices that you hear in the background i do have a one-year-old son and so i wanted to share my story of dealing with OEG board and um some very very dark things that were in my apartment um and i wanted to use like an uh you know a cover name because I didn't want anyone to, anyone in my family who listens to, know and to ask me questions. Because nobody knows about this except for my husband, and um, we don't want to share with anybody. But it's been bothering me, and I don't really have anyone to talk to. So I decided to call the show. Um, so me and my husband moved into an apartment um, right after Christmas, um, in Jan, like the beginning of January. And the apartment had a very weird vibe, but we were struggling to make ends meet, and the apartment was a good fit for our family. At the time, it had two bedrooms. Um, It was perfect for our son. You know, there wasn't stairs or anything. And um, so we decided to get the apartment, um, ignoring the fact that there was a very strong smell in the back room that we had, um, we decided not to move our son into that room and to just kind of close that room off from our family, Um, just light some candles in there, kind of freshen it up because the smell did linger in the hallway outside of the um, door, and so we just didn't want to, you know, smell it. So we lit some candles in there and, you know, shut the room off. We didn't really go in there except to store, like, toys and extra things that we didn't need. Um, Because our son was still so little, he just slept in the crib, so we just you know, moved everything into one bedroom and it was fine. So there have been a few strange occurrences, you know, banging, um, knocks on the walls. Um, and it is an apartment building, so I kind of dismissed most of it as our neighbors. We lived on the bottom floor, so we did have people living above us. And I kind of dismissed it as them. Um, my family is very religious, so I really never had, you know, any dealings with any paranormal things. Um, But the occurrences kept getting worse and worse, you know, like things being thrown in the living room, um, you know, the smell getting worse before something happens. And so um, we decided to get the house blessed after a few occurrences of bangings and things being thrown in the living room. So we decided to get the house just saged. We went to our church and got some holy water just to keep in the house. Um... We put it above all of the doors, all of the windows. We staged the house. We, you know, we had, we prayed like throughout the house. We prayed very loudly. I mean, it was a very small space. And so, um, we just thought that praying in one room, you know, it kind of spreads the rest of the house. And, um, that only made things worse from there. And so, um, the strange smell, you know, kept getting worse. It smelled like rotting flesh. And one night it was just me and my son at home by ourselves. My husband was working late and um I was sleeping on the bed with my son and we were laying down and I was like half asleep and something jolted me awake, like something was moving in the bed. I thought it was my son at first, but he was when I woke up and looked at him, he was sound asleep, you know, no disturbances there. And um You know, I felt it at the end of the bed, so I thought it was my husband. When I got up and looked, there was no one there. There was nothing, you know, it it felt like someone was sitting at the edge of the bed and, like, moving around at the edge of the bed. And it was very weird, and it scared me. So I turned the TV on and prayed. And then there was loud banging from the end of the hall of the room. Um, So I kept the lights on, and the banging is happening. Um, But I kept the lights on. I kept the TV on and waited for my husband to get home. And I told him what went on, and he just told me, you know, ignore it. It's probably nothing. And so that's what I did. I just ignored it, and um, I kind of dismissed it. And then it just kept getting worse and worse from there. And so we decided to bless the house again, and that made everything even worse than it was before and the foul smell got worse, so I associated that with, uh, I heard from many TV, TV shows and websites that I looked up that it can mean um, demonic presence. So I that scared me and my friend. I told my dear friend um, just some of the things that were going on, not very many, and she suggested using a Ouija board. But I told her I didn't want to use it in the house because I didn't want to make anything worse. Um so I told her, you know, we can, uh, you know, I'm not going to participate, um, but, you know, if it, if it gives us answers, you know, that's the only way that I can think to figure something out because the phasing wasn't work. The holy water seemed to do nothing. Um, so, um, we used the Ouija board away from the apartment and we came in contact with supposedly a little girl who was in the house, and I said some of the things that are happening. Like I said to her, once we closed the board, I said some of the things that are in it, that are happening. I don't think a little girl is capable of doing. Then um, after we came in contact with that um, little girl spirit, um, things things like came, became increasingly more scary. The house just seemed very dark at all times. You know, I didn't want to be left alone in the house. I was fearful of my son. Um, so I had a medium come out, and she had stated that there is no little girl here. There never was a little girl. And what we were dealing with was um, very, very dark. And so um, I had my son with me during, well, the medium was here, and he he became very agitated. He was pushing me away. He was hitting me. And so the medium told me that um, I should leave, and um, she would finish up the session and let me know when it was okay for us to come back in. And that night, uh, I noticed the three scratch marks on my son's shoulder that were not any doing of anyone, and they were red, and they were, you know, bumped up, you know, it looked like it had just happened. And at that point, I told my husband, you know, that now whatever has been here is messy with our son. We need to leave. And um, I, you know, I got very irritated, and I was talking to my husband, and I was like, you know, this is our house, and we're allowing this to happen. And as soon as I had stated that, there was a very loud bang, like the door in the hallway slammed, and we left that night. Um, and we moved out shortly after that. And so... Um, I contacted the previous renters and they had stated that the person that lived there even before them was dabbling in the occult and doing some very dark things in the house. And that is why there's a dark presence there. I fully believe that it was there to hurt us, um, especially the fact that it never did anything physical to us, but more physical towards my child. Um, he's more vulnerable my husband is very religious, and, um, you know, my son doesn't really know anything about that. You know, he's just a baby, and so I do believe that that is why the entity chose to pick on him. Since then, we have become even more religious. We've done our research before moving into any any buildings, any apartments, any houses. We've talked to people who've lived there recently, um, and that's my experience. And you know, these things are very real. I was a skeptic at first before these things happened and, you know, just knowing that this thing is very powerful and the holy water didn't seem to affect it and the blessings didn't seem to affect it and the medium coming in and the priest and the praying and all of our, you know, religious items around the house didn't affect it and it just, you know, increasingly became more worse to the point of harming my son. It was very scary and, um, people need to be very aware. So I just wanted to share my story. Um, and uh, thank you guys for having a safe space for people to talk about this without any judgment. I do think that this topic is a very taboo topic and people are very afraid to talk about it, but it is real and it does happen. So um, God bless you and God bless everyone else listening. And, um, you know, in hard times, just pray. and. And you know, thank you for again having a safe space. And um, I I hope that my experiences help someone else realize, you know, this is this is real, and there's uh, definitely some dark forces out in the world. So thank you guys, and I'm a big fan. And uh, God bless. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.